pleasure. <laughs> For your talking pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Show Some Hus. We're so glad to have you. We're just here having a good time. I'm here with my good buddy, Donnie. And we are so fortunate enough to have Rock Steady back. Rock, thank you for coming back, man. Absolutely. This is Rock Steady. I'm so happy to be back here. I have to apologize a little bit in advance to everybody because, Leo, we went to that game yesterday and my voice could still be a little gravelly. So I'm sorry if Rock's voice is gravel. How dare oh you? Oh my gosh. Well done. How dare that you? Was, oh man. That was, thank you for that. I needed that. Mm-hmm. I needed that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> A little gravelly this morning. Yeah. Welcome. Man. Welcome. We are happy to have you. I think, I'm happy to be here. As always, open invitation. Oh, this is good. Always. I'm just oh, going to yeah. start pulling up at random hours. For real, though. Please do. Like, just knock on the door. Do. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. Please do, man. And I'm like, I just ate this burrito, and I need some catch to sit on. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was in the neighborhood getting a burrito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, Donnie, which game do we have first, my man? Is it the... Wizards. I don't, I don't even want to say it out loud. We have the Wizards game first. Yeah. Okay. But Rocksteady, mm. you want to get this going? Oh, let's bring it in. So the Nuggets went to Washington. Oh, yes, I we did. went to Washington. We came out with a dub. Yeah, we came out with a dub. Yeah. One one thirteen to one oh four. They started as the Washington Wizards. We took one dub. We did. And uh, at some point, guys, it's like, don't be that team yeah, that loses to the Wizards. Do you want right? to know why that statement is so <laughs> ironic? You know exactly. All right. You bring up the Kyle Kuzma thing. I oh, am. man. This is I amazing. I am. I just. My, my dad, the big Detroit Pistons fan, <laughs> was absolutely ecstatic. Yes. When the Pistons beat that team. Because yes. Kuzma just said, nobody wants to be that team. Yep. The yep. streak gets broken against them. I was so happy it was them. They are my least favorite team in the league, by far. They are, I don't know that I would say that. So, least favorite to me is reserved for like teams that are both uninteresting and also could beat us. I like, I like <laughs> yeah. the Wizards for two of those reasons. That's a, that, that's a probable win on the schedule. You <laughs> yeah. kind of circle that one and that's, it's like, oh yeah, easy, easy. That's nine easy, out of ten. Easy peasy. Yeah. And second of all, the drama around that team this year with Jordan Poole in charge of a team Dude. is immaculate. Yeah. I love, I love it. It's like watching that segment of a reality TV program where you follow the dumbest possible character around for a while. And you're just like, I wonder what decision-making processes happen in your head. Like, is it a literal gerbil who sometimes <laughs> jumps off that wheel and so it kind of freewheels for a while? Because that's what it seems like. If, if, if you would put prime JaVale McGee as the leading scorer on a basketball team, this is what you would have gotten. JaVale. Oh I loved him. <laughs> what a great guy. And, and this is, I, I'm pretty sure, maybe this is made up. I'm pretty sure, didn't he have like a 4.0 in college? Isn't he actually brilliant academically? He might be. Maybe. I feel like but you can totally he go do to that. college. On you the- put me on a basketball court, and I will do JaVale McGee-like things, <laughs> and I swear I'm a very smart person. I didn't have a 4.0. I was not, I was not good at like school stuff. I swear I'm a very intelligent person. You are. You but are. Man, I am throwing like some sky hooks up that yeah. just go over the backboard, and you're like, what did you think was going to happen? Some of his passes... Some oh, of his passes yeah. were yeah. just no, no. out you, you of control. You kind of wanted to make sure when you gave him the ball, it was like in a yeah. very obvious 
it needs to go to the hoop next. Yeah, yeah. Or I, or someone needs to go save him and get it from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wish that he had played at the same time as Prime Jokic because I feel like he would have seen some of those highlights and he'd have been like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and just the type of passes you would get would be so good. That's true. I All can right. see that for sure. Okay, so back to the Wizards. <laughs> um, Joker had 42, 12, and 8. You know what? I just need That's a okay. better effort out of him. Yeah. That's, right. That's not I bad. I think he just... It's not a triple-double, so it's not that good. Yeah. And it's a slow day for him. I'm going to pull up. Um, yeah. Someone that I, I want to talk about, though, um, who has not been scoring the ball well, who got to double digits, is KCP. That 10-3-3. Three, and three. Yeah. Um, it, it it could be. It, it's almost because like his defense is so solid that I I feel like even someone like KCP I, I watch for first team all defense. Please, please make it happen. Me. I want to see it. Make it happen. And if and at the beginning of the season when I think was it Jamal that was like had come out and said that like I was like I mean how how can, how can we justify it? But every team that we play, their best guard. KCP takes, yeah, every single time, and it's not always a lockdown. But when he when he's on the floor, I feel more comfortable. Absolutely, you know, there's a reason this is a guy with a couple of rings now. He is not your, you know, flashy hype guy who's going to go off for thirty in the playoffs. Probably that won't happen a single time. No, but he's going to put in a lot of the dirty work, and teams are just like very frustrated when he's the guy out there. You can see him sometimes helping the other guards, especially the young guards, find what rotations they're supposed to be taking. And he's like pointing out where they're supposed to go. The veteran leadership that a guy like that brings. I mean, I don't know that he's in like the team's 10 year plan that they want him around for that long or whatever. Yeah. But like he's putting in work right now. I, and I like it. Yeah. I would like to see him stick around at least for a couple more years. But like we were talking yeah. last night, it's a. He's on his yeah, last. This is last year, right? On the contract. I feel like there's an option. I f- think for him, it's a player option. I don't remember. Oh, I think I might, I might still have that website up. Okay. Um, so I did like an efficiency chart. I showed you this. Oh, yeah. Like per minute, an emission, excuse me, a minute efficiency chart. Yeah. Efficiency per minute, a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, emissiency. Uh, uh, dang it. I'm trying. I did, to I did a nice emissiency. <laughs> faster. <laughs> uh, for the Wizards game. And. Joker was the, he's the only person who averages above one point per minute he plays. Um, number two, MPJ that game I was actually, say, yeah. And then number three was Jamal. But when you look at like across the board, I did. I, I feel if I'm remembering correctly, Jamal's emissionency that game was not as high. No, he he was only like I did points, rebounds, assists, and then I tacked in total free throw attempts. I don't know why. I just threw that in there. Okay. But Joker was first in points. Mm-hmm. First in, or sorry, second in assists. And then, oh, and I did turnovers. And he was first in the least amount of turnovers. He had zero turnovers. Excellent. And then also first in free throw attempts. Who was first in assists? Twas <laughs> this one I feel like we kind of have to throw out. You guys, this is gonna blow your mind. I'm, I'm gonna guess it was Zeke Naji. It was Zeke Naji because he played wow. five minutes and had two assists. Yep, yep. You're right. We shouldn't count that. Yep. So throw that one out. Uh, Joker was number two. 
in that sense. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And Jamal was three. Um, Jamal had seven. Yeah. Was, I mean, I appreciate when he is not scoring well, he finds other ways to be highly impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the key to Jamal Murray, is that there's going to be some of those nights, just because his average shot quality is so high. Mm-hmm. Or, no, no, I want to say it the opposite way. The threshold is so high. He shoots like crazy turnaround step backs and stuff like that, right? And he sometimes makes them very well. And then some games, it's like seven for 24. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was one of those games. But like you said, as long as he's finding the passes, as long as he's making good defensive plays, getting out in transition, it's fine. It's all, yeah. Um, and winning is winning, right? So I want to ask you guys quick before we move on to the Pacers. Mm. The Wizards are slowly creeping into the Pistons and Spurs conversation. <laughs> I don't think they're slowly doing it. The, yeah. I like, think they're trying their hardest. <laughs> yeah. And, in fact, they are they have the second least amount of wins now. They have eight wins. So I'm going to ask you both. <laughs> so eight? Leo asked me earlier this year, and I, maybe we talked about it on the first Rock episode, but mm. do, does Washington get to 20 wins? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and... I agree. <laughs> for for those crazy fans out there, maybe those Pistons homers who think that they're they're still going to win twenty games, it's time to hang it up. That's yeah, they're not going to happen. They're five. You got to hope they're making double digits at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, do we even get to ten? No, San Antonio. They're at ten. San Antonio. When you watch those three teams play, I don't really think the Pistons should have very many more wins than what they have. I don't think the Wizards should have more wins than what they have. Victor Wimbanyama is going to be something. That's, that's what I was Spurs saying. Spurs are going to make the fastest turnaround of those teams. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, you're going to be saying, it's unfair that they got the first draft pick in the next draft, too, after getting Wimbanyama. Yeah. Yeah, they have... Sorry. No, you're good. Sorry. I, I totally just lost my train of thought. They have no point guard, I think is what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, they have, they have probably one of the... If you talk to Spurs fans, they'll go beyond just saying they don't have a point guard. They'll say that their point guards are actively sabotaging the team by not passing it to Wimby. <laughs> he literally will have a mismatch on, you know, a 6'4 guard yeah. who's like a little kid jumping up trying to like wave his hands in his face. And Wimby's right under the basket waving for the pass, and they'll toss up a contested three instead. Yeah. And he, miss it. Yeah. <laughs> and miss it. Yes. He's, yeah, he's just he's a once in a lifetime player i would say that if chat hadn't come out in the exact same draft that's true and those that i mean those two guys have to have like the most unique just physique of any nba player it is weird the the comparisons of like what a big man was back in the day compared to now no yeah i I mean do you remember sean bradley yes yeah he was in space jam yeah yeah Yeah. there you go people and that guy is for sure thicker than Uh, either (laughs) Wimby or Chet is, but people would go crazy talking about, get this skinny guy out of here. He could never guard Shaq. What is this guy doing? He's just tall. What else does he have? Yeah. And it's crazy that now we've got two guys that are skinnier than that, and people are like, these guys are the evolution of the league. They're the guys. Yeah. 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 When you look at, like, where Giannis was, and, I mean, KD didn't put on a whole lot of weight, but KD's an anomaly. Yeah. Um, I think Dwight Howard had one of the craziest transformations. If you remember his very first years in the league, just like a skinny kid. I mean, just super, he? super skinny. And then he built himself into Superman. I mean, the transformation that he made from his rookie season to like 
what you think of as the MVP, Dwight. Those shoulders, man. Great. Oh, those man. shoulders. That that was all hard work, though. Jeez. And so you look at some guys who I'm like, man, I wish they would just add a little bit of muscle. Maybe like a Peyton Watson. And I was like, I wish he had like 15 more pounds of muscle on his frame. And that dude would be just a force of nature. Ha- have you seen what Giannis looks like when he got drafted? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's two different humans. literally looks like a child. Two different yes. humans. Yeah, and now you're like. I mean, you got to think. A lot of these guys are children. I mean, they're like 19 years old. Yeah, coming that's into true. The league. That's well, true. Dwight was he was the one of the last high school kids. Yeah, that, was it? that they allowed. Mm-hmm. I think him and was it? Didn't he? Wasn't it him and like Sebastian Telfair? Oh man, that's a great. It could be. I'm gonna say Maybe that I'm, you're right, even if you're not right. Just you know for what? shouting out Sebastian Telfair, man, not a guy <laughs> I've thought about. I watched so much of his high school stuff, and I was like. You know, I was. I feel like I was like everybody else. I was like, this guy's the deal. Is he one of the guys that you hyped up? Like, for me, it was like an Andrew Wiggins. I feel like Ooh. since he was in eighth grade or whatever, yeah, I saw the highlights and I was like, this dude is going to own the league. I in a few seasons for me, it was OJ Mayo. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was all. OJ. I was on the OJ Mayo oh, train for yeah. all. There was there was, was another guy in that draft with mm-hmm. OJ Mayo that had a bunch of hype behind him. Who was it? Was it a Duke kid? Probably. Well, that's not Austin Rivers' no. time, was it? I don't no. think so, no. No. Oh, man. Maybe I'm remember. not thinking man. of him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That was a long time ago. So Nuggets right. went to <laughs> <laughs> Indianapolis, and they played a Bruce Brownless Pacers and won 114 to 109. Free Bruce Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, we just, we didn't shoot the... The teams we play early, you know, not the teams, the Wizards and the Pacers do, did not shoot the three ball well, but it's not like we shot the three ball well either. Yeah. Shooting at 33%. It's absolutely something with our guys that we will play to the level of the competition. And we've got that extra gear. We know this because we just won a title doing things that I was like, man, I, where was some of this in the regular season? I mean, everybody elevated their game, mm-hmm. but we also. De-elevate? What is the opposite of elevate? When other teams get in trouble or when they're not playing well, they think, oh, man, we have to play better. Oh, we need to do this. We need to do that. And when we're not, when we need something, we simply go to pick and roll. And it works. And it works every time. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. works every time. If Jamal and Joker in the game, and you said this, Rock, last night, and I was like, man, that makes sense. Reggie runs the, and maybe I'm wrong, Reggie Mm -hmm. runs the pick and roll better with DeAndre. Yes. Is that what you were saying? I feel like the kind of chemistry those two guys have yeah. isn't exactly the same because DeAndre is not Joker and Reggie is not Jamal. But like they've got that same kind of chemistry going. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's like as natural with Jamal and DeAndre. Yes, and I agree. I we were watching it last night and it yeah. was it seemed mechanical. That, yeah. you know, um, I mean, they're both smart basketball players. You know, they've been yeah. on the same team for a couple of seasons now. So they kind of know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But like Reggie and DeAndre just make it look effortless sometimes. It's like, obviously, I want you to go exactly here. Yeah. I'm going to throw the lob 15 feet in the air and DeAndre will just reach one arm up and bring it down. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, and one of the main reasons the pick and roll, regardless of who runs it, but I mean, preferably we would all want Choker Murray, right? Uh, yeah, preferably. Yeah. That would be, yeah. I think, probably every single NBA GM agrees with <laughs> yeah. Reggie. Right? Yeah. But, like, the point of Reggie and DJ doing it is that action, a lot of the time, like, either just off to the side or off to or at the top of the key, is to create so that 
you pull someone absolutely and then you get an open three For a three or ag can like you know do a nice little like baseline back cut or something yeah. so i agree with you i think when dj and reggie are in there they need to run that more often yeah i think so i mean we saw it with, what what game was it remember when everybody was out I can't remember. Yeah. And we shouldn't have won that game. It was one of our it was one of the best Nuggets games. Yeah, I was. feel like I even made a name for it and I don't remember what Did, that name was. I bet Nuggets Reddit has it. DJ oh, had a twenty twenty game. That was it. Yes. Wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't yeah. it twenty twenty? Jeez. Reggie had twenty something points too. But yeah, we, yeah. we had no Murray that game. And so Reggie had to start, and we had no Joker that game. Or AG. And or we AG, were playing yeah. a good team, too. Was it like the Clippers or somebody? It was. It was the yeah. Clippers, yeah. Yeah, I think so. This is before they figured it out. Yeah. And it was uh it was it was something special to watch. Yeah, that was fun. because it's not something that you would anticipate. Yeah, this was during when they had just traded for James Harden, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, you just look at the names on one team, you look at the names together, and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be a 40-point loss. Yeah. And then we pulled it out. That was a lot of fun. That was oh, maybe man. the most enjoyable game to watch. Yeah. Just because how often are we the underdogs? Against I was going to say. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. We felt like, you know, back against the wall. Exactly. Shouldn't win. Like that, that like shouldn't win feeling is fun yes especially when you win yeah <laughs> doesn't it feel good to feel like that fellas where it's like you know it feels good every once in a while to kind of be the underdog because <laughs> usually yeah i'm not used to this usually feeling it's, yeah and it's not because usually we get to feel, I feel like coaches spend i mean they scour media landscape looking for those little things like how can i tell my guys that they're the underdogs today these are the, the defending champion nuggets how can I convince them that they're not as good as the other team? Oh, okay, great. I just won't play a couple of guys. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that felt awesome. Um, all right, so I'm, we're going to move on to this next game, and we're going to keep this very, very short. I want. Do we play the Knicks recently? <laughs> I don't remember us playing the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I think we went on holiday yeah. in, in New York. I remember. Might have stopped by MSG. I'm I not quite sure. That's the thing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw some guys there. I think the Nuggets, the actual Nuggets, were out at like a club or something, and they found some. Just guys in Harlem who like yeah. kind of look like yeah. them. Found some doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and sent them out on the court. Yeah. I think that's what must have happened. That yeah. is definitely, according to well, stats, what happened. Only reason that was possible. Yeah. That's the only logical answer. We shot 19%. 19%. Yeah, I, I don't want to even talk about it. Okay, sorry. My bad. That was, that was the only <laughs> thing. I was going to pick one thing to say, and that was my one thing. Um, so Yeah. I got so I, want, I, I got one thing. Yeah, I was like, give me, I, want, I want you both to give me one thing, and you can, you can say another thing. Okay, like, okay. All right. This this was our championship hangover game. This is the most it's felt like all season. I mean, because everybody kind of expected. We started kind of better than everybody thought. They're like, man, the Nuggets are really not going to try. This was a game where we were like, eh, we don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. There is no world in which when a game mattered like that, we would lose to the Knicks by 40 points. It just would not happen. Agreed. So I think we had just gotten off of some big games against the 76ers in Philly, against the Celtics in Boston. And I think our guys were like, we've, we've won this tough road trip already. I don't really care too much about that one. Yeah. And you hate to say it because obviously they would tell you, well, of course you try always a little bit, but it was, it was clear that was not typical for us. Yeah. So I'm never going to think about that game again. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, I, I agree, man. When you... This is the NBA. When you take your foot off the gas even a little bit, no matter how good you are, these are pros. Yeah, They'll work you. And that's what happened. We got worked. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Villanova. DiVincenzo. Uh, Josh Hart. Brunson. Uh, Brunson. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap, the Villanova Wildcats were Jaylen really good. Brunson should be 
Eastern Conference all-star starter. Agreed. I think we uh, there's it's kind of surprising like a huge market like that. You think you think people would have got out and voted? Well, I, Damian Lillard's I think good, a but a few tough cities. Yeah. And so if the Knicks aren't the number one seed, or even if the Knicks were the number one seed, there would still be, I think, some New York Knicks fans who would not vote for Jalen Brunson because they're so mad about like the three missed defensive rotations he had or whatever. <laughs> They'd be like, that, no, un- unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Not my city. <laughs> yeah. I want I want to know like the guys who have been to like Jack Nicholson, Spike Lee. I want to know what they mm. think. You know, I bet I know oh, Spike man. loves him. Yeah, Spike loves him. Yeah. I, honestly, if you're a true Knicks fan, you have to love this guy because the Knicks have been trash since Melo. Yeah, and even with Melo, they were just a team that was going to eventually lose to the Celtics or the Heat. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was sad. You'd never really thought the Knicks had a real chance at a championship there. Oh nine was still his best chance mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, not my fault. Let's um. Well, Let's remove that from our memory, that game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. We need to get that erased. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then last night, you guys got to go. Yes. This was, well. 111-105, Nugs win. It was a win, and that's always good. Mm-hmm. And the game was a roller coaster of emotion because I'm super hyped for the game, man. Yeah. Battle the last two MVPs. Embiid, Joker. Oh man, this is this is gonna be hype. Tyrese Maxey having a breakout year since that James Harden trade. I mean, this is a team we were on the train talking about how excited we were. Mm-hmm. Leo, mm-hmm. this was gonna yeah. be so much fun. And then, you know, we get there and it's like, wait, I don't see Embiid out there. Yeah, I don't see Maxey out there. I don't even see Tobias Harris out there. So, I, so going into the game, the. The injury report, I think I, I don't know, I looked it up a few hours before, mm. and it was like, Kenny Lofton was the only one that was truly classified as out. Yeah. Um, Mo Bamba, Marcus Morris, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey were all game time decisions. Mm-hmm. No, um, they weren't. Yeah, Embiid, was Embiid wasn't even on the list. Yeah. He wasn't even, like, there was for sure he was going to play. I was, and then yeah. like an hour later, they said, Tobias Harris is out, and then right after that, Every single one of those people on that list, including Embiid, were yeah. out. Out. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, the gamesmanship, the back and forth here, is crazy to me. When we went out to Philly, Malone did put all of our guys as like questionable. Like every single starter was like, a, "Is this guy going to play?" I don't remember <laughs> the specifics of it, but it was like very specific. It wasn't just like knee soreness or something. He was like the like. Seventh meniscal like tendon or something like that is sore, and you're just like, what? And then of course all of our guys played, yeah, because it's just gamesmanship. But with Philly, it's like that. No, sorry, soft. Yeah, it's soft. Yeah. Have you guys? I'm sure you've heard the story of like Embiid planned to play, and then he went out there, and they said that the 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 Philly physios were like. We saw something we didn't like, and so they they forced him yeah. not to play. They saw a giant man out of breath because he was playing at altitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So they saw the fear in his eyes. I, I mean, I, if the guy truly has been injured for what? How many years has it been? Four or five that he hasn't played here. He last played here twenty nineteen. Okay, so it's been yeah five years. Okay, I mean, if he truly has been injured, that sucks. It's also a wild coincidence. Yeah, (laughs) it is a wild coincidence because didn't he play two days ago? Yes, 
Or, yeah. So the claim is that he hurt didn't himself he, during that game. Didn't he score 72 points? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Maybe and that's it. The dude's a phenom. Work. Like, yeah, like he played enough for three games. That's a three games worth of work right there. Yeah, from a Nuggets standpoint, you get you don't want to play your best players against us? We'll take the dub. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But from an entertainment standpoint, oh, I man. was disappointed. So I wanted to bring up this part specifically. This is going to sound made up because it was so crazy. Leo and I took the train back after the game was over, sat next to two Philly fans. One is like a little kid, I don't know, like maybe 10, 11 years old. Yeah. Um, Philly fan, wearing an NB jersey. Said it's the first NBA game he's ever been to, oh. and he's so upset because his friends at school Dude. are gonna give him trash because Embiid didn't even play the game. Are they gonna so chant? Where's I know, at? I know, a part of Embiid is like, "This is great. I get to stick it to those Denver fans who like don't even get the pleasure of watching me play in person." So mm-hmm. ha. But you know who else you stick it to is this poor kid, and I have no idea who this kid is, and I'll never see this kid again. We're talking like middle school. Yeah, I don't know. He might have been younger than middle school. I would say like. 10 or 11, yeah. He seemed, he seemed pretty young. This poor kid. Yeah, and his, <laughs> his like, dad's trying to let him down. Like, you know, we were in the game, and you know, I'm sorry. It was his, still a good game, and yeah, telling yeah. him all those things. Yeah. His dad, who had to pay ticket prices for, like... For real. An MVP matchup yeah. level. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting that, he gets, mm-hmm. you know, the Paul Reed show, I guess. And Paul played not terrible, but... but <laughs> 30 points. But again, man, you said not it. the caliber of matchup you were looking for. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I'm glad you told that story, Rock, because that was. It I, sounded unbelievable. I was it, like, oh my god, kid, let me take notes right now so I can credit you on the podcast. <laughs> your first game that you've ever been to, and you're right, man. The look in the dad's face, you could tell he was. He felt so horrible for it his boy. It didn't help that the first thing I said to the kid was to trash talk him. I'm like, oh hey, nice jersey. How many points did that guy have? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't pick on this little child like that. <laughs> so I tried to help him out later and be like. You know, just go to school and tell your friends, well, yeah, if Embiid and Maxi had played, we would have won. Yeah. That's not true. They wouldn't have because the Nuggets would have actually tried. But that's what he should tell his friends. So Yeah. And Say, that or learn how to fight and beat them up. And that's what know, I want to ask you guys. I, and I kind of, sorry. You go, no, you're good. No, you're I, good. Yeah. I, I, I kind of talked to you about it when you walked in. But, yeah. like, do we, what does that game go like if everyone's healthy? It's completely different. The Nuggets, by and large, did not play great. Jamal played pretty well. I uh, yeah, he, and he, he started off so hot yes. and kind of cooled off. But, yeah. but very efficient well. from beyond the arc. I yeah. mean, um, yeah. overall as a team, though, especially early on, we were like, is Joker even going to shoot? Is he, <laughs> is he trying specifically not to shoot? So it's like, you're not going to play? I'm not going to score. That's fine. We'll make it even. It looked like a dad playing with a bunch of his kids. And he's like, yeah. I'm just here to facilitate. Yeah, you I want to make sure everybody gets involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, buddy, you haven't gotten a shot up in a while. Let me make sure you get something. That's what it was like. Because yes. it, it was like he was looking to not score. Yes. I don't know. But, and yeah. I think that the mentality the team goes into is completely different if that were an actual game. Yes. So I, agree. I also feel that like basketball IQ-wise, um, Joker's obviously in another stratosphere than everybody else, right? That's the reason that a guy who's not as like athletically gifted as an Embiid can come in and dominate the way that he does. Yeah, yeah. I think that the more the Nuggets play the 76ers, the more Joker's going to figure out and the less effective Embiid will be long-term. And so I kind of understand from that perspective, not just the, I don't want to put up another highlight where you know Joker gets like a game-winning shot or whatever and then we lose in Denver, but he's also thinking to himself like, I only got 
my bag is only so big. Yeah. I can't let this guy figure me out anymore. Yeah. In a potential series. That's true. I want that finals matchup now. Me too. I want to see him here. Me too. Because as disappointing as it was to not, from an entertainment factor, yeah. not getting to do that, I'm happy that he came out in the third quarter. Me too. And I got to boo him. Oh, Relentlessly, yeah, and, and I wanted a little bit of revenge from losing in Philly, yeah, you know, but it doesn't feel like. And this is what I was telling Leo, it doesn't feel like, like that because as soon as we found out that nobody was playing for Philly, I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a close game because we're not gonna go out and try. <laughs> and even if we had put the hammer down and we won by 40, it still wouldn't feel like revenge because you didn't even get to have revenge on their best players. It was a win that we, sh- or it was a win we should have got. Yeah. And if we didn't, that would be the storyline. Yeah. There is no storyline that we won. It's just yes. we won, we move on. They they create a lose lose situation for the team. Yes. Where it doesn't feel good, and I hope that we see them in the finals because I think they're going to regret that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what it felt like when you said you were worried at the beginning, like since no one was playing, it was going to be oh, close. Yeah, I could tell that, you know, when we played the Clippers and Reggie and like all of our guys were yes. out, that's what I was worried about. I was like, that's going to yes. be them. That's the, exact I was game. so concerned. That's exactly what happens. I mean, the two games that we recently had against the Pacers felt the same way with Halliburton out. It was like, I know it's going to be a close game because the Nuggets are not going to try as hard as they should. And like Leo said, these are all still professional NBA talent yeah. that would whoop anybody else in the world. So if you're only trying even 85%, mm-hmm. suddenly that talent gap is real close. Yeah. yeah. This isn't the high school level. This is... No, yeah. yeah, yeah. These guys do this for a living. Yeah. yeah. Three and one overall. Yeah. Um, on the trip. Well, not on the trip. We were on a longer trip than that, but... Yeah. I, I, I mean, this good. Three and one is good. Yeah. Three I, and one is good. Yeah. But that's all it is, unfortunately. It just feels rough, both because that very forgettable game against a team I don't even remember. This <laughs> loss doesn't feel as good. And at the same time, the West is still stats, man. You got three teams out there killing it in addition to us. You know, you got, I think, the Thunder now are the number one seed. Is that yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the Timberwolves and the Clippers all playing phenomenally. So Yeah, we're technically in the fourth. That's right crazy now. to me right now. It's so we, so tight. we would have the Thunder for the conference finals? Yeah. No, we'd have Thunder round two. A round two. One and, okay. one and, one and four play round two. That's two right. Three play. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me get your guys' take on the next two games. Big ones. Mm. Bucks and Thunder. Thank you, Ryan. I was going to say. Oh, man. Bucks at home. That's tomorrow, Monday. <clears throat> and then we got Thunder. We got to go to OKC on Wednesday. And, I mean, we are 1-0, I think, in OKC this year. But that was early on. Yeah. We beat them? Yeah. Oh. I think we smashed them. We've played three times. We're one and two against them. We need this next one to equalize. Yeah. And we're obviously capable of doing it. We've done that before. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. The Bucks game is fascinating to me because, again, that's another potential finals matchup. And what a cool storyline now that they have decided to fire their 30 and 13 coach. An upgrade to Doc <laughs> Rivers? I don't know. Like, uh, definitely a definitely a bigger name coach coming in midseason. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna be better for them? I don't know. He's getting paid. Yeah. What was what was the last team Doc coached at? I'm trying to remember. Was it? It Philly? was Philly. I think. Uh, he had a he had a starting uh, shooting guard. I think like a James Harden and some kid he wouldn't give a chance to a Tyrese Maxey. Is that kid any good anymore, or was he? 
oh, maybe Doc's not the guy you want to necessarily handle those translations. How did it go with the Clippers? Mm. Did you, you know, with the Clippers? That was a team just coming off of, you know, Kawhi Leonard at the time, people were saying, best player in the world, right? So you got the guy who's the best player in the world. You got Paul George, who is probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Did they win the NBA title? I don't Did LA. they make it to a conference champion? Ooh, I feel like maybe that team was kind of a letdown. Yeah. So they were fun to watch. They were fun to watch. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Bob City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for, for our sake, I'm ecstatic that they hired Doc. I, I wonder. I think that's such a cool matchup. I mean, if I'm just an NBA fan, round two of the Eastern Conference championship could be um, Bucks and 76ers. Ooh. Battle of the bigs. Giannis yeah. and Embiid. Battle of the guards. The you know Damon decrepit remains of Dame <laughs> versus Maxi. We'll see. I think it's either going to be absolutely disastrous, or it could be just an absolute stroke of brilliance. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping for the first one. Disaster. Yeah. Disaster is yeah. always fun. Yeah. Although I guess all things being said, like I don't really care who comes out of the East. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. If we play the 76ers in the finals, who does John Calipari go for? <laughs> does he go for Tyrese or does he go for Maul? Probably Tyrese. The problem is Maul will always be underestimated because his like he goes super saiyan between the regular season and then okay, it's the playoffs. Yeah. And so you just look at the stats and you're like Maxie's a much better player than this guy. What's going on? And then you don't realize who Jamal's going to turn into. Yeah, and Jamal's got a ring. I mean, for yes, for Calipari, he'd probably be like, just get all of my guys one ring, I'll be happy, and then it makes him <laughs> yeah, look yeah, good. There you, go, there you go. You know, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, the amount of guards. You mentioned this every time we watch like oh, any team. He's like, the amount of Kentucky guards that are on the court right now, it's ridiculous. It's insane, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kentucky or Villanova, it seems like. What are you guys' thoughts on the Thunder game? Must win. I think it's th- there are not too many must win games that we have in the regular season because I think we're capable, as Leo said before, of beating any team mm-hmm. four times in seven games. We'd probably be favored. But the Thunder are a good team. They have an MVP candidate. And since, you know, Embiid probably will disqualify himself by not playing sufficient games to qualify for the award, she could be in like the top three in voting. Yeah. That would not shock me at all. Agreed. And so. They've got good young talent coming up as well. That is a team that is legit. Yeah. And I would much rather have home court advantage against that team. We've got to beat them because that both equalizes the season series so that they don't have the tiebreaker against us. And we also need just to catch up in the loss column right now because standings-wise, we're below them, but it seems closer than it is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we've got to catch up in that last column. So to me, this is a this is a big game. That's a must win. It's it's crazy to think that this is the final game we play them, and yeah, they're we've still played them three times already. Yeah, like there's still what two and a half months left of the season. Yeah, it's so backwards sometimes like that because I feel like it's the opposite way with the Timberwolves. We played them like once, I think, and we've got them three more times the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. And so those three games are going to be huge for deciding potential playoff seating. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. another uh, Kentucky guard. <laughs> They're everywhere, man. They're Dude, everywhere. I, I, uh, Shay is so impressive. Do you think it's the bourbon? What? Do you think it's like Kentucky bourbon? Just like 
as you're in college, those formative parties that I'm sure none of these players drink. Never. Uh, but if you were to, is just the higher quality bourbon. Does that give you like an inner fortitude that makes you a good NBA caliber guard? Absolutely. I think that's what it is. I'm going to. Kentucky gonna Deluxe to specifically, looking. the you know, the $4 handle. Yeah, is that is that what it is? They just it's that that <laughs> Kentucky Deluxe that you, that they never drink. Ever yeah, really yeah, is. not that they ever. I'm not accusing any NBA players of underage drinking. I do think the Thunder are gonna be the best team in the West besides us. Yeah. Um, when it's all said and done. Yep. I think uh, I think the big difference to me is who am I more scared of, the Timberwolves or the Thunder? I think the answer is the Thunder. Yeah. Because although I. Definitely respect Ant. I feel that Cat has an inner softness to him. Like, we will figure out. Is, Thank you. Yeah, we've played them once. Marshmallow man. And the only concern I had in that game was the two bigs that we're just not used to playing. Yes, that we are not used to. Like, we I think we went with that was the first time in the season we'd seen Joker and Zeke out there at the, at the time. Yeah. And I don't think we had really even tried out DJ. And now. I, I will fit in a series, seven game series, we solve that problem mm-hmm. yes. against the Thunder. You're right, that becomes you go from algebra two to calculus, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, do, who does Aaron Gordon guard in that in the Timberwolves series? Does he guard Cat or does Kat. he guard Ant? I mean, size wise, Cat is a really big guy, yeah, but I don't think that his big strength is post moves. I think he likes to stay out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think Aaron Gordon will probably be the guy matched up against him. Okay. There's that great meme from one of Cat's first two seasons where he's trying to post up against Boogie, I think it is. And Boogie's just like standing still. And Cat has like, he has kind of a very expressive face, kind of like, <laughs> and he's just like struggling so hard to push against it. And Boogie's just standing there like, what are you doing? It's a giant wall. So, Welcome yeah, to the league, it's buddy. It's just not happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be AG. And yeah. then I think Joker doesn't have to work that defensively hard against Gobert. Yeah. So mm-hmm. save him a little bit. And then DJ can come in and he can body up with Gobert. Yeah. You know, and if you have to play Zeke, I guess we do. But So is, is KCP that's big enough word. to guard Ant? That's, that's the next question. Uh, He's a great defender, but is he big enough to guard someone? You know who's going to spend a lot of time guarding Ant? Justin Holiday. There is a... Oh, I don't think that's the answer, but that's uh, it. No, I was just... Interesting. Um, there, there is a player on our team who I believe leads the league in like on-ball opponent field goal, like the difference between what they normally shoot yeah. and what they shoot when that player guards them. Yeah. Okay. Who is that defender on our team? Ooh. Is that Peyton? That is Peyton Watson. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. What, 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 yeah. Why would I... I don't know why I was saying just And we could. Yeah. I mean, maybe we could mess with the lineup or he'd get more minutes, right? Yeah, I think you have to. In I mean, situation. you guys talked um, on your last episode about like playoff rotation and... Mm-hmm. Justin Holiday is one that kind of falls under the radar a little bit. It it is weird when you look at him because he's averaging like ten minutes a game when he plays for or like thirteen minutes a game. Yeah. So he's definitely out of the court, but they're always quiet minutes. And that's not to say that he's not being effective, but like the type of game he has falls a little bit under the radar. Yeah. I do think, however, though, and again, this is probably my own bias because Holiday plays those quiet minutes. Peyton Watson plays maybe twenty minutes a game in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Yeah, he's becoming yeah. the number one. Him and Reggie off the bench. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Reggie probably won because of the veteran leadership. Mm-hmm. I think Malone still has maybe not a distrust, but like uh, you've got to prove yourself to me, rookie. And obviously Peyton's not a rookie, but pretty much a rookie, right? Yeah. And so I think that Reggie's the number one. Peyton's number two. CB, who I thought was going to be the number one guy at the beginning of the season, is like three or. F- 
closing he, in on four. He's, he's becoming four. Three. Yeah. I mean, he's getting time, yeah. but he, um, Watson and Reggie are playing more than him, and I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah, I, I would not have anticipated that, but it's warranted. Oh, he hasn't yeah. been oh, playing well. For sure. Reggie's the only guy we have on the bench that can score. The rest of them have to have someone else create their shot. And, and I like the shout out of Peyton in that stat yeah. because oh, Peyton. I love the way yeah. he's trending. Oh, yeah. But I, I wish he would go to the rack more. That three ball, he needs you to. You know, I think he does. I think that's where I really wish that he put on 15 pounds of muscle. Oh, for sure. He's not quite a like John Morant type guy where it's like he's going to go no matter up who's up there. <laughs> but he will. And he's also gotten blasted at the rim a few times yeah. by not just like, you know, your A plus giant centers or whatever, yeah. but just by like. There's a man-sized guy here, yeah. and I still don't have my full adult size yet. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not even a lie. I feel like no, most guys grow to like they're 25 in like some regard. Yeah. I feel like he puts on some of that weight, and he's got the mentality of a guy who's just going to go ballistic. I love that he's on the same team with Aaron Gordon. I feel like please hit the gym with Ag. Yeah, for like the just, next just couple go of live years. in his go live yes. in his like uh, warehouse. Go for live a in year. the warehouse. Go hang out with his puppies, and then. <laughs> You can uh, really get that dog in you. <laughs> For real, though. Okay. Um, all right. Just one kind of give a quick statement, you guys, of this four-game road trip, and then we'll get out of here. We did or not road trip. Sorry, the, the three away and then four four game stretch. Yeah, four game stretch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that we did what had to be done. Yeah. We got wins in three of the four games. I'm settling for 75 percent win percentage probably any time. Yeah. Overall. From an entertainment perspective, it was a little disappointing, but that's what you're going to get in January. Mm-hmm. I think that we're on pace for things to be fine. So yeah. I don't know how many of these games I'll remember. I'll remember the 76ers game because I loved booing and beat so much. Like It felt so good. You can just inject that IV. What, what was like that like? Him trying to wave sassily to the crowd. What, was the whole crowd into that? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. It was hilarious timing at first, right? Because Rocky just comes onto the court to do his, like, reverse mid-court shot or yeah. whatever and everybody Rock, is Rocky's booing. been struggling a little bit <laughs> but the boos are so loud and it took me a second to figure out like dude I mean I know Rocky's been having I, a hard time I even asked you I was man. like are they booing him yeah. but then we looked down it was it's so hard to see sometimes about you don't know what the players are doing you don't get like the close-up in the faces when they're out there if you're in street clothes yes that's a seven-foot man out there I'm not sure exactly who it is but Embiid was a pretty oh yeah that's Joel Embiid okay yeah. So I had to join in in the booing a little bit. Yeah, oh. Leo sent me a funny video of you guys complimenting his vest game. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I, thought I it was, was great. I was invested in that game. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrese had a nice little jacket on. Yeah, I can't hate him. I love that dude. Yeah. Okay, I hate him. I want him to lose, but yeah. Um, you can respect the guy's game. Yeah. You can individually want to be like, wow, I really want to watch that guy play, but I hope he loses. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. He's yeah. my he's my favorite. You're, no, he's not. You're a Nugget fan, but you're also a yeah. basketball fan. Right? Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm just our the West guards guys. Yeah, I was just like obviously Luca and Shea. Luca is that guy playing well? <laughs> he's alright. <laughs> he's alright. I haven't watched him in a couple games. He's done anything. Uh, he's he's put the ball in the hoop a couple times. 
Oh, is he? Yeah, probably nobody plays defense on him. Uh, that's <laughs> right. what I've heard. Right. Yeah. Dude, he, what, did he have 73? Is that right? Yeah. He yeah. saw, saw yeah. Embiid had the 72. He's like, I'm going to one-up you. Yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, of course, the Philly fans were like, well, Embiid sat the last four minutes, so he could have gotten more. <laughs> Shocker. Like, yeah. Okay. How many free throws did he shoot? My favorite of those like guys all trying to prove themselves stretch was Cat, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, sh- he shot the team. Into a big lead and then shot them out of a win. Yep. All in one game. Yep. But he started so strong. He had like 44 in the first half or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Phenomenal. And it, it, you're just like, it, like you said, it's, it, it's that, that game when I was like, we'll beat them in six because oh, yeah. is he a scoring phenom? Is he a great player? Absolutely. But he, he is about himself. Yes. He's about getting. 70 80 90 and he'll do whatever it takes even if it means yes losing mm-hmm. to get there and i'm like oh dude thank you yes i think that uh Embiid will always have this like rivalry with joker he will always be trying to make sure he has a better game than joker and joker will always be trying to make sure we win the game yeah and i'll take that as oh, like yeah. Yes. yeah sure. because, because him trying to win settle. a game is also wildly entertaining yes yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure like over the head passes yeah um i don't know crazy threes at the at the death right the guy's Please nuts. give me those over 23 foul attempts yeah. from joel Embiid. Yeah. like thank you and I mean, sitting out 14 games yeah, yeah. <laughs> i really hope he only plays like 64 games and so he can't even qualify for yeah. the MVP. Yeah. Shoot yourself in the foot. I saw the stat. How many more games can he miss? It's, yeah, like six or five. That, that's what like the kid it. was saying. Yeah. yeah, the kid last night. Yeah, there's not many more you can miss. I wonder if they screw the NBA in the other way. Like, dude can't miss any more games. He's He knows he's got to play them all. Gets legitimately injured. And they put him out there in like a cast on crutches <laughs> to start the game. Yeah. Immediately and call a timeout yeah. and sub him out. <laughs> He played. Yeah. Oh my he, gosh! He started for us. <laughs> he was what out a, there. What a gimmick that would be! What well, a one joke. minute. <laughs> oh man, Adam Silver should be on the phone already because you know that situation is going to come up, Adam. For sure, there's going to be a team that's going to do it. Set the record straight right now. Also, uh, Mr. Silver, can you can you please just let the fans in Denver watch your MVP play a game? We do pay for the privilege, yes, and uh, maybe we're not willing to pay as much if we don't get that. Match we, we'd like to see firsthand why. Our player didn't win MVP last year. Yeah. So just because it looks like so far we've got the rings, we've got the finals MVP trophy, we have a guy that comes out and competes every night, and you got a big fat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Um, You're going to come back for another pod, right? We're going to do a content pod. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do a content pod. And. Leo, thank you for being here, even though I asked you quite you'll have to politely be, not to come. Donnie, I'm sorry, man. You know, when it's pod day, I'm going to... Rock, I, I tried. To I told him a different time, but he, he showed up early today, I guess. Yeah. That's what I, I was, I knew. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the coffee this morning, Leo. Yeah. Also, that's what we're going to go do. We're going to go get coffees, because I'm, I want coffee. All right, Rock. Thanks for being here. Let the people know. Don't forget to show some hus. In Nicola, we trust. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets.